Welcome back to the Eclectic Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Justine. Happy May, everyone. Um, you know, these these last couple weeks have definitely been something interesting. I'm finding that having more time than normally, I am forced to sit with myself and really sit in my own company and in my thoughts and face a lot of things that probably I never really thought were even there. So things are being brought to the surface. You know, it is a full moon tonight. So I feel like in this time, I've been able to sit and really reacquaint myself with myself, if that makes sense. But it's been, you know, it hasn't been cute. It has not been pretty. I can't front and say that it's just been this like glorifying experience, but it definitely has been like illuminating in ways that I, at first I think I was very, you know, oh, this thing isn't real. This thing is going to blow over. And then I went through the roller coaster of emotions, like down my conspiracy theories, like all these rabbit holes. And then also like, okay, well, what does that mean for, for the future? All of these unknown questions and, you know, like starts and endings of, of things that have deadlines that are basically on pause now. It's like a domino effect. And then I was like, wait a minute, I have this time to reflect and tap into you know, my to-do list or all these things that I've been wanting to do that I've been postponing, I've been making excuses, I've been delaying, you know, truly sitting with myself and what it is that I want, you know, and I think to being able to be still, it it feels good. Like at first it felt uncomfortable, it felt very different. And now that it's been a few weeks, it's like, okay, yo, like this is high key, like really nice. And I'm able to find other ways to, you know, Um, learn for my school my program and also work earn income to meet my needs so it's just like wait a minute maybe the way that I was doing things you know wasn't the the best way to proceed doing you know and so I think that's the silver lining of that and that's where we take our power back is at this time to be able to reflect and also assess and then design a new a new approach that we want to take with life moving forward and then also implement it you know start now start today like yo i want a better schedule i want to get more sleep i want to you know allocate more time for my spiritual practice for my prayer my meditation my chanting for my stretching for my yoga for my journaling for my my tea time where I just sit with myself and I have some tea and I put my phone on airplane mode. So all of these things are now, I think, accessible because of this time, this opening in time. So, um, you know, I know this time is affecting everyone differently. So I don't want to like minimize those that um, have lost, you know, their their roof, their shelter, you know, um, who are hungry, who are, you know what I mean? Really at the in the middle of the fire of all of this because it's like they weren't no one was prepared but they specifically were not prepared and and therefore our government has hasn't really met their needs and and i think in a long time and i think so this circumstance or this pandemic really reveals that there were a lot of people prior to this event whose needs weren't getting met their basic human rights their basic needs for um shelter food and clothing so I think, you know, I don't want to take away from anyone's plight. I don't want to be pri- too privileged to say that I have privilege, that I'm okay right now. I'm not in this, you know, 
do or die situation. I, I, I have time to reflect and, and that's just what I want to share, you know, and, and so I'm really grateful um, to just be in this position, but also I, I don't want to leave people out and leave people behind. And I think this time really is a great time to reflect and that's where we take our power. That's where we have our power and that's where we take it back is to shift it and be like, yo, okay, we were doing things like this prior and, you know, it worked for very very few and it left a lot of people out and then now this thing that is like an invisible enemy if you will is out here and it's affecting a lot of us and not just you know the one percent not the middle class not the you know what i mean the millennial it's it's like intersectional but there are people who are being left out of the solution you know so i think this is a great time for us to really assess and then implement new ways of, of doing things. And I'm not necessarily saying that the first try is going to be, you know, perfect. But we have to be okay with admitting, like, okay, yeah, we're a young country here in America. And, and we don't know everything. And even if you're an old country, you don't know everything. You know what I mean? You've gone through these difference in opinions and views of how to govern your state and, and yourself. And so why are we so afraid now? to to say that about us you know that okay maybe maybe we won't got everything figured out and maybe there's another way to do things okay there's another way let's let's hear from the science let's hear from the data that backs it up and then develop a plan implement it and then also to regulation like once we we do something don't be like oh yeah we fixed that we put a band-aid on it it's all gucci no it's not gucci like come back periodically quarterly assess review regulate and then improve improve have those like guidelines to okay what are our recommendations for the next year for the next program how are we going to measure the success what what amount um of funding are we donating to this designated field you know for testing for prevention for you know health promotion and and that's something too that i'm thinking is really gonna be like something like growing up in cali you know the weather is pretty good all the time so you're always out and about and so you're more I would say living here you're a little bit more conscious of okay how am I gonna be you know in a bikini or how am I gonna be on the beach so people work out a little bit more than necessarily if you were living in somewhere where it's really cold and you don't wear a bikini that much and you can kind of like you know have a cute coat so I think it's it's definitely um, an active state and I, and I'm sure there's different places that have similar weather or like, you know, just that vibe where they're like, okay, health is on the, the forefront. But I think this time has really let people see like, yo, if I can build my immune system, I can fight this stuff and I'll have a better chance, you know, like right now I hope I don't get it, but if I get it, I hope my immune system fights it off, you know? And so because we're like, okay, what do we have power and control over for ourselves and in our life we're like okay well maybe i should start taking some vitamins some vitamin c wouldn't hurt and i can also you know do some at-home workouts like yo i just ordered some some bands just little things that i was like yo like you can get really creative you can be really creative and innovative in your home you really don't need a gym membership i get wanting one like I am missing the gym I like to just get away and be like okay my phone's in my locker or like you know lock my stuff up 
take my headphones, let me just go listen to music, turn it off and work out. And that's my time with me. I'm competing with myself. I'm pushing myself. I'm looking myself in the mirror, my eyes. I'm like, yo, girl, you got this when we're set. So I enjoy that time. But you don't need that. Like I've been actually too, like just out and about going for walks, going for runs, things like that. And it's like, yo, you can really actually take care of yourself and improve, you know, your, your health and, and your overall like fitness level gradually at home. And it's not, it's not taken away from your 24 hours in the day, you know, and it's actually probably saving you some money on a gym membership and some time driving to the gym, getting there and all that. So I think this is a great time for people to um, really take that in into consideration and, and become more accountable for their health, not just for, you know, the physical aspect, oh, I want to look good. Like, I support that. Look good, feel good, you know? But it's also, like, a mentality, an immune system that, that can help you fight off a lot of different um, viruses and, you know, flus and things that go around. So I think that's another, like, silver lining of this time. Um, I also am really loving all of these like support groups like and, and communities you know I have a lot of different um groups I'm a part of from like alumni or or just girlfriends you know and just really cool people that are sending me zoom meetings or like invites where it's like let's do mindfulness or or even just sharing stuff on whatsapp like okay look at this time I'm gonna sit down and meditate like this is the audio clip I'm gonna meditate to would you like to join me so there's this a sense of like solitude that I'm so grateful for but then I also still feel connected even though you would think it'd be the opposite I still feel connected I still feel like people are there I can reach out to them they're not too far we're in sync you know and and then too I also feel like I'm not letting people down as much normally I'm like over committing to things because I just want to I just want to be there for people, basically. And so that's a me problem. Like, um, I need to be there more for myself. And I'm working on that. And I think this time has allowed me to slow up on the commitments that I make. So I am still here. And I feel like I, I can make time for myself and say no easily, like more easily than prior. Before I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's on the way. Like, I'm going to be that direction anyways. I might as well stop by. But now I'm just like, yo, like, I'm here you, you want to do yoga online or you want to do something together, we can like plan it. And so I think that's beautiful because it's allowed us this pause in time and in space to be like, okay, look, there's certain amount of hours in the day. I can allocate X amount to this activity, that activity, to checking in with a family member, to talking to people, to responding to messages. But I also need to allocate, you know, a solid core amount of hours to myself and what I need to do for me. So that's another silver lining I want to really um, touch on, you know, because I feel like if if anyone's out there can relate, you know, being busy can also be a distraction because sometimes you're in quicksand, you're busy, you're putting out a lot of energy, a lot of effort, but you're not necessarily progressing forward. And I can relate that I, I, I felt like that a lot in the past where I'm like, I'm always busy and I'm like, dang, how the heck? Or what like when did this oh, I forgot that like I just be on my own head like yo but necessarily wasn't always busy towards what I needed to do for me it was busy people pleasing and what does that get you burnt out tired and you know if you don't really release it and have an understanding tribe it could have you feeling away you know so 
I think it's definitely great. I've also been able to um, dive back into reading. And that's something that's kind of like a first love, like a puppy love thing where it's like, let me just get a good book. And there's no excuse to not be reading. I'm sure, you know, people find ways, you know, you can also do audiobooks, you can physically do it, you can get your Kindle, whatever the case. But I've definitely gone back to the basics and gotten the hard covered out, felt the pages between my fingertips and like turned the page and just been in awe. And so, um, yeah, I think that's that's another silver lining of this time. I am a little bit on a cloud nine right now. I just got off of a virtual graduation. Again, another unity activity that you can do. Um, for my little sis, she just received her bachelor's of science um, in public health from San Diego State University. I am also an Aztec alumni and I did the same program for my first degree. So I really understand what she went through to achieve this milestone. And I'm just so proud that they had this closure moment, even though it was like, you know, virtually, it was still something to stamp and and kind of close one door she is going to be going on and doing teach for america and um and you know and basically going into her credential and and doing another higher education graduate program post-grad so i'm happy that she was like able to have some kind of recognition for all her her efforts and for us to be able to just honor her class and and, and make them feel seen because their work wasn't easy you know and they didn't give up and it just shows that you can do anything that you put your mind to so i really am just in awe because i'm like wow like i met her i think maybe like whew, seven or eight years ago i actually started a club in um in high school my senior year and like 2009 and um i called it illmatic it stands for i'll make a transformation in my community and basically the club continued after i graduated in 2010 it kept going and she ended up being the president of the illmatic club i think in 2012 or 2013 so i met her and i was like hey yo what's up you know we're from the same city and at the time i was studying in san diego and we just developed a bond we just had a relationship and i just you know i just saw her light and i just thought she was awesome and i just wanted to be there for her in any capacity that she would allow me to and it's just beautiful because now look at us like years later I'm able to attend her graduation ceremony and and just see you know her growth and even with her going on to teach for America and you know she's traveled she studied abroad um, and it's just beautiful and I and I really always want to stress how important it is to be a mentee and a mentor so I have tons of mentors who have poured into me over the years and I'm just grateful I don't know what they saw in me but I'm thankful that they did I'm thankful that they chose to share their wisdom with me and to just like inspire me to keep going and so I always try to stress that to the young women that I mentor that they need to turn around and find someone too, like find someone that you just you see their their light and and you see that they are like you see their heart, you see their light and their heart. So you see their movement, but you also see their intention behind their movement is what I mean by that. And then reach out and try to be there for them. You know, it's not necessarily, well, I'm busy. I don't have time. You know, what can I get out of it? You're not, you're not going to get something out of it like tangibly, like, oh yeah, I'm getting X amount for this many hours. But like, 
in reality, I always find that whenever I'm mentoring someone, I end up having to take my own advice. So all the things I'm preaching to them to like, you know, focus on or let go or do or improve, like I'm also like reminding myself to do the same thing. And I'm speaking from experience and I'm like re reiterating these lessons I've already learned. So it's like, I don't really forget. I'm just polishing myself while also being able to be an ear to someone else and help, you know, support them on their journey. So I'm always like stressing to my sisters, like you guys need to turn around and find some young women that you also see something in and that you can, you know, just help in any way that you can, because that's life. And I think that's how we break down these, um, these kind of like us versus them mentalities and the whole only the strong survive, like, look, we can go together, we can build together. And just because I had to, you know, go through it and struggle to find out something doesn't mean I have to keep that knowledge to myself and, and not share it with someone who can benefit from it, you know, and and I think that's the thing is like, we all go through stuff. And we're like, Oh, you wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym. But okay, cool. You know, they wasn't with you in the gym. That don't mean that like, they're not good people and that they, they also wouldn't have helped you if they could you know or even if they couldn't have helped you that doesn't mean that you have to just bottle up all of this and just die and and take it with you like that's not how it works so I I truly believe in like mentorship and and just like pouring in and because someone's pouring into you you know on auto auto tune autopilot it's always running in the background you know it's happening and I remember hearing that um like a woman's conference one time in South London, they were saying how, you know, there's people who will pour into you. So those are your mentors. There's people who you will pour into. Those are your mentees. And then those people that are beside you and like hold you afloat, you know, hold you accountable. And I think those are your peers. Those are your, your, your closest friends that, you know, you share both the good and the bad, you know? Um, I know, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't share the bad parts of me with my mentor, but I just feel like I value and respect my mentor's time so much that, when I come to them, I try to come correct. I don't really like give them all the messy tea and all that. And my mentees, I just try to listen more. And then when they ask for my advice or for me to respond, I try to be very like clear and like um, concise to what their what their question is. But with with your peers, you're like, yo, this happened. Like all of these things happen. Some days I'm up, some days I'm down, and, and you're just more transparent and vulnerable. And I think that's what, you know, that's kind of the circle of life. You have the the people that pour in, pour out, and you pour into, and then the people that hold you afloat. So I really, truly think, especially as women of color, we have to make an effort to, to be more united because for so long we've been conditioned by society that only one of us can do it. There's only a token one. You're not gonna mess up what I got going on. And really that's truly not the case anymore. And the sooner we figure that out, the better, because this is played out, you know, and I, and I too, I'm conscious of it. I really try to, you know, release my RBF and, and just greet people and and give compliments. Like sometimes I'm thinking all the time and I don't really notice how I'm moving, you know, or being perceived. So sometimes I'd be like, yo, that's a nice, a, a nice hairstyle. I love your hair. I love your, you know, your makeup. Oh, you're natural. Oh, girl, go ahead. Like I try to just be affirming more so, and um, and really, um, own it, own it in the moment, and not wait until it passes by because it's something so small that we can do, and it's it doesn't take away from us, and I think it, if anything, it adds to us, you know. So yeah, 
Well, this has been a good time, and I'm thankful for anyone who um, took the time to listen to my intro. Thank you so much. I had some real ones message me and just support me and affirm me, and I, you, ugh, I'm getting tongue-tied. You don't even know how I feel. I just, I'm grateful. And so please feel free to holler at me, like, subscribe, follow, share, message me. Um, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm open. We're just going to be riding this wave, and um, please tune back in. I'll be releasing another episode next week. And yeah, have a great rest of your week. Not being, not being, not being.